Hello children, how are you? Welcome back to yet another episode of your favorite children's podcast, Once Upon a Time with Uttara. We are in the middle of listening to the adventurous stories of Draco the Dragon and young Prince Abhi. In case you missed a few episodes of this, I request you to go back and listen to those chapters so that you can follow what happens next and enjoy the story. Draco had just dropped Abhi near the edge of the forest and flown back because the king, Prince Abhi's father, wanted to see him back among his people. He had no idea what the young prince was up to and did not know about the existence of Draco or the fact that Abhi and Draco were linked together. In fact, Abhi's great-grandmother, Inu the Wise, was the only one who knew the truth and was protecting Abhi from his father's impatience and anger. However, the first step that Abhi took outside of the forest proved quite dangerous for him. His head pounded and his vision blurred and the whole world went dark. Prince Abhi crumpled to the ground, barely having taken a step outside the forest. The young boy's eyes were closed tight and his skin became pale, almost whitish. He seemed to have fallen into a deep trance and lay on the ground, not moving at all. Just then, two dark shadows emerged from behind the trees. It seemed as if they had been waiting for Abhi and they quickly lifted up the helpless boy and carried him away. The dark figures walked to the edge of the forest, away from where the young prince's tribe lived. After walking for almost an hour, they reached a natural rock cave, which was located right outside the forest, but almost hidden by an overgrowth of weeds all around it. The two shapes carrying Abhi made their way expertly through the weeds and took the young prince inside the cave. It was quite dark inside and smelled terrible. There was a small fire burning in the corner and there were two rabbits roasting over it. The two figures set Abhi down on the hard rocky floor and hurriedly took steps backwards and disappeared into the shadows. A third figure appeared from deep within the cave and came towards the sleeping boy. This shadow seemed to be gliding on the cave floor rather than walking on it. It was in the shape of a very tall man covered in black cloth from head to toe. He was at least seven feet tall and his face was shrouded in shadows. The only things visible were two glowing red eyes inside the dark hood and its white and bony fingers which protruded from the sleeves of its dark robe. The figure came closer to Abhi and looked at the boy curiously. 
It brought its face close to the sleeping boy and stared. Finally, convinced that it was the correct child, the figure straightened up and snapped its fingers. The bony fingers made a strange clacking sound that reminded Abhi of bones rubbing against each other as the young boy suddenly came to his senses and opened his eyes. He looked around him groggily, absolutely confused and puzzled. The last thing he remembered was happily walking towards his settlement right outside the forest and then only darkness. Abhi rubbed his eyes and sat up, trying to understand where he was. His eyes took a few moments to adjust to the gloom of the cave. The first thing he noticed was the small fire in the corner. He looked towards the other side and almost gave a scream. Prince Abhi was startled to see the black-clad figure hovering just a few feet away from himself. He looked at the bony fingers that had snapped together and felt a shiver creeping up his spine. What kind of a creature was this? It was shaped like a human, but it clearly wasn't. And as these thoughts were going through his head, the creature looked at Abhi's face. This time, Abhi did scream out of shock and fear. He saw the two glowing, menacing eyes staring at him from the dark hood. They glowered and stared, looking like twin pits of fire. Abhi stood up, unsteady on his feet. He was already feeling sorry about screaming and showing fear. He realized that the creature in front of him was a magical being and not a normal man. But now that Abhi was aware of the magical world, he decided that he had to set his fear aside. He had to figure out how to get out of danger. Because although the creature had been quiet so far, Abhi was sure that it was dangerous. As he was wondering how he could get out of the dark cave and find his way to safety, the creature glided closer to Abhi. Abhi took two steps back but held his ground after that. He did not want to show too much fear to this awful being. I thought you would be taller, Abhi. Aren't you almost twelve now? said the creature in a raspy voice. Abhi was taken aback. How did this creature know his name and age? As if reading his thoughts, the creature said, <laughs> Don't be surprised, silly prince. I know much more than you can ever imagine. Don't worry. I haven't brought you here to kill you. <laughs> At least not today, boy, <laughs> said the creature as it cackled with laughter. Abhi felt a shiver of fear run down his spine. He didn't know what would happen next. Can you guess who I am? 
You must have some idea. Tell me, boy. The raspy voice snarled at him as the black figure floated closer and closer to Abhi. I think you are Hora, said Abhi quietly, his voice barely louder than a whisper. <laughs> Bravo! Great! Well done! I would have been very disappointed if you could not guess. But aren't you forgetting something? Do you know me only as Hora? The figure was now just a few inches away from Abhi and the boy had his back pressed against the cave wall. There was nowhere else to run. Yes, you are right. I know you as Horada Horrible, said Abhi quietly. Well done, Prince Abhi. Today, you will take a message for your father. Tell him that I have returned and I want his kingdom. I want what your mother died protecting and I want him to declare me king. If he doesn't, every single person in your tribe will die. So saying, Hora the Horrible blew a dark powder into Abhi's face. The boy felt his eyes closing again and he crumpled to the cave floor. When he woke up, he was back at the edge of the forest. Abhi hurried home. He needed to get his people ready for war and he needed to speak to his father even though the king might not like it. And that's how this chapter comes to an end, children. Please join me for the next part of this thrilling adventure on your favorite podcast, once upon a time with Uttara. Until then, be good and bye-bye.